What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more, you guessed it, <laughs> am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, but if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. As always, it massively helps our channel out, it really does, so just think about it, just click that little likey button right there. Only if you enjoy, of course, though. And with that being said, let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for forcing a reunion between my fiance and her family? My fiance, female 22, and I, male 24, have been together for years. We got engaged after we found out that we were expecting a baby boy. My fiancé isn't on good terms with her family, especially her mum. I should mention that at 17, my fiancé was pregnant, but her mum and everybody in the family wasn't approving of her having it. They kept pressuring her to have an abortion, then give up the baby for adoption. My fiancé ended up having a stillbirth. A few months later, she moved out of the house, and that's when we met. She cut contact with her family and her mum. No one came to our engagement party because my fiancé didn't allow them, although they tried to make amends. She didn't let them visit after we had our baby and despite the text she received from them, she refused to let them see the baby. I tried to talk to her and see what's going on. She said that she fears they're forced her to give up her baby, but that's not true. We're a family now and she's an adult and a responsible mother. Circumstances are different and also they kept saying they want to meet their grandbaby so they love him and there was no harm if they treat him with love and compassion. She refused to discuss it. Her mum contacted me via my mother. She said she wanted me to arrange for a meeting with my fiancé because the family brought gifts for the baby and want to visit. I made arrangements and I ordered food but I didn't tell my fiancé until they were at the door so she won't try to make excuses. She saw her mum and family members at the door. She yelled and they tried to greet her and told them to leave before she calls the police. I tried to calm her down. That's when she said I was unbelievable for arranging this visit. She kept yelling at me after they left and said she no longer trusts me with a baby after I betrayed her by letting her family come over behind her back. I told her to just try and start over for the sake of our son, but she went on about her family being toxic, although they did all they could to reconcile. She's mad and isn't talking to me. She wants to go and stay with a friend saying I might invite her family again and cause her to stress out. But I just thought that was a huge overreaction because if it was me, I'd probably just let go of what happened and move on. I just wanted to say that I already spoke to her family. They said they were willing to do whatever to mend the relationship. They pointed out that our son deserves a relationship with his cousins because they want to see him as well as all the rest of the family. I've seen the kids, they're innocent in this and they want to meet their cousin which is one of the reasons why I think that my fiancé is not thinking ahead and letting her anger and resentment affect their decision making. I suggested therapy but still won't accept it. 
I see in this situation, the way I read it anyway, is that OP is totally playing down her feelings in this situation, betraying her in a way, inviting her family over behind her back. OP doesn't know the true extent of what she's been through, and it's obviously been a lot for her to go to this level to want to go no contact with her family. And if your partner does that, surely you just accept it and support her with that, not try to go behind her back and invite them round. I mean, gee whiz, what goes through your head to for someone to try? and do that and then to call it an overreaction afterwards i'd be very surprised if you're still in a relationship by the end of this week with that kind of attitude you need to rein that shit in right away and start apologizing and madeline gumbo says you're the arsehole holy shit what a massive betrayal check yourself immediately and stop second guessing your girlfriend's legitimate and founded belief that her family doesn't wish her well and lady edith 347 says you're the arsehole you betrayed your partner and have broken her trust I do not have contact with my mother or her family due to their actions. If I was her, I'd be ending the relationship with you as you've proven yourself to not be on her side. And Vought for Nought says, You're the arsehole. You did a horrible thing to her. Because you want your family to work a certain way, you ignored the trauma that your fiancé experienced and compounded it when you overrode her wishes. And you made it a surprise. You did betray her. And why should she trust you not to ignore her feelings on this matter again, since you clearly don't see what you did was wrong? Let's break this down. When she was younger, her family ignored her wishes and tried to pressure her into a situation with her child, who she subsequently lost, that she did not want. Notice any parallels there. At the same time, you seem to willingly ignore the past trauma she has experienced. Instead, choosing to tell her that her feelings aren't valid and her choices apparently don't matter to you at all. I'd be unpleasantly surprised if your relationship survives this, not without major changes and apologies on your part. And Judge Judd, am I the arsehole, says, wow, dude, you're the arsehole. Just because you think you would react a certain way does not entitle you to demand your fiancé react the same way, much less trap her in a situation where she is forced to react at all. This goes double for a situation where you physically are incapable of enduring the same set of circumstances. You do, in fact, need to earn trust back here, if you even can. Now, I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for yelling at my stepbrother for how he reacted to my pregnancy announcement? I female 26 lost my mum at 11. My dad remarried my stepmum. That's when I met my stepbrother, Austin, 31. My stepmum was civil with me, but Austin's always treated me poorly. Growing up with him was not easy. He always disrespected me and stomped on my boundaries. I remember when I first met him, he called me the housemaid and my stepmom barely did anything. He always says I'm delusional to think that he'd see me as a sister and claim that I only made amends with him when I realized he and his mum weren't going anywhere. He hates my dad's side of the family and after he was kicked out by my dad on Thanksgiving for disrespecting him, Austin demanded the whole family, dad, aunts, grandparents, apologize to him and they did just to keep the peace. He then started coming over saying no one could kick him out of his mother's house but the house is my dad's. I got busy with my husband's condition. He has a heart condition that's really difficult to manage. He had surgeries 14 months ago but his health is better now. Austin ignored my husband and always threw his condition in his face like it's his fault. Austin made comments saying he was surprised we had a marriage before a funeral, that we shouldn't have kids with a sick parent. I ignored him. I'm currently pregnant and my husband is so happy. 
Austin is in LE. I assume that's law enforcement. So whenever he's on shift, I take the chance to visit my dad and have a peaceful dinner. Sunday, we visited my dad, but found Austin there. We decided to announce since my dad insisted. My dad and stepmom said congratulations, but Austin said, are you sure? I was dumbfounded. He then proceeded to say that he heard that people with chronic conditions struggle with having kids. Me and my husband were shocked by what he was implying. Then my husband got up and walked out. I yelled at him and he yelled back telling me to start looking for the real dad to pay child support before my husband finds out the truth. I was so livid my dad did nothing with my stepmom. I called him a jerk and I left after arguing with him and his mum. My husband was crying when we got home. Stepmom sent a text defending him saying I massively overreacted and that I should have ignored him. He didn't know what he was saying. She told me to let it go for the sake of family and begged me not to make my dad's relationship with Austin worse. My dad demanded Austin apologizes and my stepmom is telling me to forgive him so he can let this go, but I refused. So this 31 year old man in LA, which I assume was law enforcement, and if it does, it seems to make this even worse in my head for some reason is acting this way he sounds like a right asshole why why is he doing this and then for stepmom to be enabling this behavior is absolutely crazy absolutely not the asshole in this situation and i am really quite surprised that you know your dad hasn't kicked his ass out the dude's 31 he seems to have his own job he can go and live somewhere else if he's being this much of an asshole why is he still living with you guys I've, i don't know if we're missing some information here because it seems too crazy to me but let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. So we have 30E saying, 100% not the asshole. If I were you, I'd go no contact with him for your own sanity. And LaCroix says, not the asshole. So according to SM, a 31-year-old man in LE doesn't know what he's saying. Yeah, okay. SM may be down with enabling his verbal abuse, but that doesn't mean you have to take it. I'd think seriously about cutting them both out and having your father visit you and avoid their house altogether. I personally couldn't handle the toxicity and it doesn't seem like your dad is able to put a stop to it while you're at his house. And setting nice says, not the arsehole. This babying of Austin has gone on long enough. And if your dad wants a relationship with his grandkid, he's gonna have to man up and put Austin in his place permanently. And Knitting Fairy says, not the arsehole. Your stepmother has created a monster with the enabling BS. I think you should let your dad know that you will never be around Austin again and he's not welcome to meet your child. Now, let me know what you guys think of this situation and how would you handle it in the comments below. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Please read the context before lending your judgment. I made a good friend after I finished school. Just to convey their value, they are the first and only friend I've ever had. My parents homeschooled me and didn't want the others to teach me bad habits, so I was essentially socially isolated. Anyway, this led to a lifelong hobby of people watching. I observe people and have a journal in which I write everything I can possibly gather about them. Everyone from a cashier I only meet once to co-workers and family. I have a profile for everyone I've interacted with, including my friend. I also have a voice activated recorder as I save most of the conversations I have with people so not to miss any details. Oh dear. My parents always thought this was an unusual hobby, but technically I am not doing anything to invade anyone's privacy. Everything I've noted has been passively observed, told to me directly or overheard by happenstance. 
It's mostly just things like their opinions, appearance, mannerisms, number plates, routines, addresses, family slash friends, when they post on social media, what they post, hobbies, aspirations, left, right, hand, foot dominant, likes and dislikes, etc. I do not actively go out my way to find things out about them. My friend found my journal the other day, which included a lot of notes on her, and now she is furious at me. She's creeped out and thinks I invaded her privacy. I feel bad about it, but the way I see it, people choose to present themselves in a certain way. They have control over what they say. The only difference is that I like to remember it. No harm, no foul. My friend wants me to get rid of the recorder and journal. This has been a habit of mine since childhood though, and I never leave the house without my recorder. It has a lot of sentimental value to me. Writing in the journals is like a daily ritual. I hate not knowing things. I'm pretty sure it all started as a way to get closer to those around me. When my parents were away, I would listen to my recordings a lot. At the same time, I value our friendship, so I'm just stuck between a rock and a hard place. Let me know your thoughts and thanks in advance. Now, I could immediately come out and say this is like really creepy behavior and it, it is to most people, right? But there, there's a, there is part of me that's feeling real sorry for this person because they've been sheltered their whole lives that they feel like this is normal behavior, right? And again, I might be wrong to say this, but it does, because of all the stories we've read previously, it does give me some sort of, of some autistic tendencies to be there. And I might be wrong in saying that, so please do educate me if I am wrong. Always happy to be educated on this channel, you know that. But I am getting those sort of vibes from this post. And this isn't, as you say in this post, just people watching. I'm a people watcher. Restaurants, holiday, anywhere I go, I love to sit down and just watch what people are up to and make my own little stories about what they're up to during the day and things like that. When I used to go to the train in the mornings to go to work, everyone on my route has got a nickname. <laughs> and I just love coming up with those little stories. But this is too stalkerish for my liking. Having recording their voices, write everything down. It's just way too far. And I hope you do seek some sort of help to, you, you know, to realize this isn't normal and you find some sort of therapy for it. But for now, whilst I do feel for you, you are the arsehole. But Jewel of the Beast says, and quotes, anyway, this led to a lifelong hobby of people watching. I observe people and have a journal in which I write everything I can possibly gather about them. Everyone from a cashier I only meet once to co-workers and family. I have a profile for everyone I've interacted with, including my friend. I also have a voice activated recorder as I have saved most of the conversations I have with people so not to miss any details. And then says, this actually isn't people watching. People watching is when you sit down and observe random people in public. It's not where you follow certain people over and over documenting their movements. That's called stalking. And Lavu Rank says, you're the arsehole, your behavior is borderline stalkerish. It is not normal. I'm not surprised she is creeped out by it. However, this is not your fault. Your parents are the assholes for shielding you throughout your childhood. You are unaware of how creepy your behavior is because you haven't been allowed to have any real friendships with anyone up till now. They've robbed you of this experience and vital life skills you should have learned years ago. And Cubby Throw says, you're the arsehole. This is not people watching, it's way beyond that. Also, depending on where you live, recording people without their knowledge could be illegal. It is not normal to record in minute detail every little thing about every person you encounter. Of course, your friend is gonna be put off when they find out you've been documenting every little thing about them in a book. It's creepy. And then quotes, I like to remember it. And then says, no, you don't. Remembering is in the mind. You're documenting, it's different. And then says, no harm, no foul. 
and then says harm you hurt and creeped out a friend who feels harmed by your actions you may lose a friend and dark star says info you're how old now and then says you're the arsehole you gave me a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach you you record all your daily interactions and not just you narrating them after while walking home or sitting in your car or in your room you're not trustworthy of every single thing every person says with you is literally on the record it's just how life is lived what the fuck your parents haven't done you any favors this behavior won't win you any friends and Mandadian says you're the asshole. there are some states where what you could be doing is illegal as there are places you can't record conversations without the other party being made aware and then just a bunch more comments saying how this behavior is really stalkerish but a lot of sympathy as well for the way they've been brought up but what do you guys think of this situation is it just plain stalkerish behavior or is there more to this let me know what you guys think in the comments below and our next story is from a throwaway account am i the arsehole for refusing to buy my daughter new sheets and blankets my 55 male daughter 16 has some perfectly good bed sheets and blankets my girlfriend who i'm engaged to has started the process of moving into my house she has a 14 year old son and a 21 year old daughter her 21 year old will only be staying over sometimes on the weekends but the rest of the time she's away at college however this weekend she drove over to our house from college campus because she wanted to see her mum's new house she initially was just going to stay for the afternoon but afternoon turned into night and her mum didn't want her to make the hour-long drive back to campus when it was dark out her brother's room was all set up but the room that we're converting from a guest bedroom to her bedroom when she stays over is still under renovation because my girlfriend's daughter is still looking over restoration hardware catalogs and can't decide how she's going to decorate it she goes into the guest bedroom and says the bed does not look comfortable and she'd rather sleep on the couch my girlfriend says to her daughter that she will not be sleeping on a couch my daughter was at my mum's house for the weekend and she has a pretty comfortable bed so i offered that bed up to my soon to be stepdaughter she spends the rest of the night in the room and goes back to college in the morning my daughter calls me into her room today and shows me the blood stains over her sheet and also her blanket my daughter angrily says the blood is like still wet in some areas the girlfriend comes in and says oh yeah i can smell it from here i think i know what's going on she shakes her head and says that her daughter hates wearing bottoms to bed and that includes during her period she apologizes to my daughter and says she'll speak to her daughter about it and leaves the room my daughter says that this will be impossible to get out of white sheets and her blanket and she said always sleeps with a towel when she's on a period I tell my daughter that we shouldn't let our tempers run wild here and that she's done laundry before so she can do it again and that our soon-to-be stepsister is family now so there's nothing gross about it my daughter asked me to take her to bed bath and beyond for new sheets i didn't get why she was so grossed out because she was also a girl and i assume desensitized to period blood she also personally wiped up her mother's vomit and blood when she was sick so i didn't get why she couldn't clean her sheets just this once so i told her to just let it go and that i wasn't asking my girlfriend's daughter to come back just to do laundry but when she stays over she'll probably have her set of chores too am i the asshole? yes and there's just randomly one massive line that jumped out to me is that like women should be desensitized to each other's period blood because you're just women i mean come on man you can't be serious 
But we're going to head straight to the comments because one guy is just, yeah, he goes off on one and I love it. CatsRob89 says, dude, you're the arsehole and so are your girlfriend and her daughter. No one is okay with finding someone else's wet menstrual discharge in their bed. You, your girlfriend and her daughter need to work together to make this right with your daughter by apologizing and getting her new sheets. Have a read of some of the other threads on here about parents dragging their kids into new blended families, ignoring their very valid concerns about that process and letting their new partner, new partner's children get away with outrageous behavior to the disbenefit of their own children. Read about how that destroys their relationship with those children and think about whether you want it to happen to you. You're a dude and you jizz out your dick. Does that mean you're desensitized to the same bodily fluids produced by others and left it in your bed? You made her clean it up. How the fuck is that not your girlfriend's daughter's problem? Just to confirm, you're the asshole. <laughs> Too true. And Evening Jellyfish One says, You're the asshole. You're asking her to sleep on sheets that have someone else's period blood on them. That is so disgusting. And now you want her to clean up the mess that your stepdaughter made. Treat your daughter like you've given even a single shit about her. Buy some damn sheets and don't offer up a room to a bratty child just because she doesn't want to sleep in the perfectly acceptable guest bedroom. And Point Paradox says, you're the arsehole. This is literally disgusting. So if she bled all over the couch you offered her first, would you have let that go as well? Or just say, flip the cushion over. But when your daughter's bed is slept in by a total stranger to her and bleeds all over her bed, she has to sleep in it and feel better because it is washed. That's honestly disgusting. And your fiance's grown adult daughter decided to not wear any pants in a bed that was meant for a child. What is your problem? And a long strange something says, you're the arsehole. So you offered a bed and bed clothings that weren't yours to offer to a rude, unsanitary person who ruins said clothings and tells your daughter that she should just do laundry and that's it. You need to apologize and get her whatever bed clothing she asked for. If you keep disrespecting your daughter like this, don't be surprised if your home turns into a war zone. And Alpha Sierra says, you're the asshole. Buy your daughter some new sheets. Stop being gross. Saying she's a girl demonstrates a generally shitty attitude towards women. You're going to fuck up your relationship with your daughter over a tiny amount of money. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Jesus Christ, man. I, don't, some, I, I just don't get them. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all really, really helps out our channel. And if you want to support the channel, you can do by clicking that join button down below or heading on over to Patreon and joining up there. Thank you so, so much for your support, your time, your love, being involved on Twitter, Discord, YouTube, everywhere. Thank you so, so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.